Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 128. Thank you for joining us tonight. Speaking of joining us, we have us a guest. We have us a returning guest. We have us a, as of today, brand new Twitch affiliate guest. She, <laughs> she is Pam. She is from <laughs> Cannot Be Tamed. Pam, how the hell are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me back on. Thank you for coming back on. Mm -hmm. So, Pam, we always like to get out of the way. We have the links below, but uh, where's the number one places you want people to find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube. My channel is called Cannot Be Tamed. Twitch also is called Cannot Be Tamed. And uh, that's it. No one else needs to follow me on social media. I'm, I have enough. <laughs> you have your fill there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Pam, is it safe to say one of your favorite things on YouTube is when people comment on how to change your videos for you? Because you love mm -hmm. that, right? I love it. I love it. I don't even have to pay for the advice that people give me. It's just like just free advice everywhere. Look, Pam, it's not about the personality. It's all about the gameplay footage. You should just be in a corner. And obviously all those no commentary gameplay channels are all, you know, 10 million mm -hmm. channel subscribers. So we're all yeah. fucking up. Yep. <laughs> now, are you like us? Do you make the mistake... You comment back after you've had a cocktail or two? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely... There's there's some that I can just, like, immediately just be, like, hide user from channel, but sometimes I just have to... I have to... You have to go back, back at it. And, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like your Twitter slowly starting to morph into, like, a nice little vent session for just, like, God, what... Like, just seeing this one and being like, this is this is why I don't need more followers. You know, like, I just need yeah. to bash you. I need the chosen ones to just see me bash these people, and then I can go back to my life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I need to remember that there's a setting that only people you follow can reply to you because it'll, like, mm. get spread over. And then people who don't follow me reply and tell me I'm, I don't know, ungrateful or something. Or they, they meant it was a compliment, actually. Or... <laughs> I yeah I do love the the double back the mm -hmm. like yeah it clearly wasn't a compliment but now that they're engaging with you they're like oh shit uh, no 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 I mean <laughs> so how has it been with that transition though into Twitch for you like I feel like I've said many times on here YouTube breeds those annoying comments and Twitch you might get here and there but I think overall the people chatting are pretty decent like they've been pretty good right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I haven't been on Twitch for very long, um, but yeah, everyone's been really nice in the chat. Uh, I don't haven't had any problems with having to get rid of anyone other than the occasional like spam bot or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, everyone's been pretty positive in in the Twitch chat. I think it's got more of a sort of community feel where people will be sort of stick around. And there is some of that on YouTube too, but it's kind of different in, in real time. Mm -hmm. when yeah. you can see the person as you are <laughs> like live as you're commenting yeah and at least with twitch i do like when you set up mods for yourself and and they mm -hmm. get rid of those folks that start spamming all those negative things so yeah like you said i seems a little more friendly at least from a little bit of an engagement i've gotten on there so yeah for sure but, but uh we i saw you uh right before we hit record you got a bottle there what are you drinking? And, and can I make a guess from last time? Sure. You said you're a fan of sours. Mm -hmm. So is it a sour this time? It's not a sour. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a beer at all. <laughs> it's uh, it's a cider. It's called No Boats on Sunday. 
Okay. It's Ontario Hop Cider. It's my favorite one. Comes in a giant bottle, which is always good, and it's just a nice sort of dry, plain cider. Do you like the ciders a little drier, or do you like them a little sweeter, like in general? I like them drier generally, though my second drink is a sweet one, so uh, it depends. Like, if it's got, like, a flavored kind, then I'm fine with sweeter, but just, you know, the apple ciders, I like them drier. Nice. What uh, what percentage is that? Uh, five. Five? Okay, mm-hmm. nice. So it's not, yeah, it's nothing too crazy strong. Yeah. What about you, Jamers? What you drinking tonight? I am. I ran out of all my craft beer, so I'm just sticking with Yingling White. <laughs> I knew it when you said when I asked you before and you didn't answer me. I was like, "All right, hey. what are you going to be drinking?" <laughs> I didn't even get to the store and try to what do you call it? Get out of the uh, fast lane by buying some booze. I just had no. I had no time this weekend to re up, and I finally finished off like all my uh, craft boxes that were sent to me. So it took like eight months, but it finally got done. So yeah, hoping it tonight. The the classic gym. Someone did something nice for you, got you a bunch of stuff, and then when you had to go do it, you're like, I'll get to it, and then correct. you don't get to it. <laughs> correct. And correct. <laughs> I, uh, I'm doing the Shawnee Craft Brewing Company. I'm going to butcher his name, the Ap- Apiarius? Apiarius? I don't know. It's like bees, but I'm saying it wrong. Um, so it's an ale brewed with honey. So over the weekend, my brother and I actually stayed um, in the Poconos at the Shawnee like golf resort. I it's like my second time golfing. I'm terrible at that, but they had a brewery on site. We tried literally every single one of their beers in one sitting. wasn't the smartest idea, but this was my favorite. Six point one percent. It's actually a really good brewery. I hope I can find them more locally. But uh, if you like beers, it's like an English style pub ale. But like I said, it's got that honey with it. So it goes down real smooth, but it's definitely not too sweet. So I like it. And with the 6%, it has that nice little kick to it. Yeah. Solid. Nice. So Pam, no wine tonight? No, no wine. I thought I would go with the cider. Man, I was hoping to talk about Brad Pitt with you some more and shit. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Check out our episode with Petey's Power Hour because basically their whole conversation evolved in that for like a good half hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Michelle, if you do watch this, you you have to understand beer and cider is better than wine. We tell you that all the time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if she'd agree with you there. Oh, no, she she hates that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like we comment every single time on her stuff like that. <laughs> so, Pam, we, uh, you know, with your latest videos, we've seen some of the newer things you're playing. And we also noticed on Twitter you've been talking about this script that you've been trying to pare down was that for the latest <laughs> video you did or is that for a separate project yeah that was for the star ocean the star video. okay mm-hmm. so uh has that taken up pretty much all your time with gameplay or you've been playing anything new recently uh, i actually finished it a few weeks ago maybe even more than a month ago it was just the writing and oh, the gotcha. editing and everything that took me a long time but yeah i've played a number of things this month <laughs> this month was a month of like Games I was anticipating coming out and disappointing me, and then other games completely surprising and delighting me. So <laughs> there, there was a few things I was really looking forward to Axiom Verge 2 mm-hmm. coming out, and I wasn't really crazy about it. Yeah. It's, uh... It seems like it came and went, because like, everyone loved the first one, and then like mm-hmm. this came out, and everyone was like, oh yeah, Axiom Verge 2, and then two days later you didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, I kind of found that as well. It it just changes it, it up 
because it's less combat focused. Like in the first one, you had all these guns to choose from, and this one, it's more melee and then a boomerang that's kind of sucky. So I didn't really ever want to be in combat. It's much more exploration focused, which I do like. It just, I don't know, something wasn't really just wasn't grabbing landing for me. Well, I and saw the, on Twitch the la- you did it yesterday, uh, the Blade Runner, which I didn't, I didn't even realize about that game. So you were playing mm-hmm. that, you know. What is your take? Is that something like when you're doing these Twitch games now? Are they automatically you're going to do them and do a review, or sometimes these are games you know you're never going to review? So really, this is your outlet to just play them. I think I'll probably review them occasionally. But not too often. Like, the first one I did was Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, so I don't think I'm going to review that. I might end up doing Blade Runner, though if I do, I'll just have to play it all over again because I haven't yet figured out the recording the gameplay separately. I I was just about to ask if you were doing (laughs) B-roll footage the whole time as you're doing this and just filling up, like, hard drive after hard drive. (laughs) It's, it's It's a, yeah, it's a pain in the butt to do that. Not fun. But, um... You know, one of the games I saw, and and it's funny because you and I talked before. I know you're a huge fan of the Xbox Game Pass games, mm-hmm. but you also hit up a lot of games that just are interesting. And the one I saw, the Airport for Aliens, I hopped on your stream for a little bit. I didn't see if I didn't see you finish it, but what was your takeaway by the end? You know, do you like it or? That game was awesome. I I still haven't finished it. I just played it for the two hours on stream. Uh, it's it's hilarious. It's just sort of walking around in first person and seeing all these sort of static stock images of dogs, and they just say like really dog things, and it's <laughs> always really funny. And yeah, so you and your fiance are the last two humans on Earth, so it has this sort of you know bit of humanity running through it and you know the idea of coming and going and missing people and meeting people in your life but then also you're just running around and talking to all these pictures of dogs and petting the pictures of dogs (laughs) (laughs) yeah i saw i was like this is a crazy ass game and when i read about it see i'm the type like i generally don't watch trailers very often i just jump into games i was Mm -hmm. like when i read the description i said what do you do and then when yeah. I saw your thing, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, that's really goofy. I feel like that could be a very interesting drinking game if we try. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I Yeah, I love a good goofy game every once in a while. So. Yeah. No, that definitely hits the mark from there. What about you, Jim? You, uh, other than, well, obviously for your Koi kids. And if you haven't already, check out the video um, for the Kirby's, what is it called? Kirby's, Kirby's Block Ball. Block, yeah. What else you been playing? Um, all right, so Tetris, or no, not Tetris, because I still can't beat that. Pac-Man 99 just released a free new theme for Splatterhouse Wanpaku Graffiti, of all things. So that was really random. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, I have to download this. And it got me playing it again. So I played it for like an hour until I finally won a match. And I was like, all right, got my fill. I'll put that away for another couple months. Uh, besides that, we've been playing more of the Cotton Reboot, trying to not get my ass handed to me left and right in there, but... Yeah, I am not good at that game, but at least they let you just keep playing and playing, so it's fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm still in the process of doing like all my game capture for uh, October, since we're going to be going through all my horror games. So last night was wow. just a shitload of 16-bit Castlevania, so it was a good time. <laughs> it was a good night. Nice. Yeah, I uh, 
this past week, um, I did get a lot more footage for Alien 3 uh, for the various systems because that will be the games we're going to review in October. But um, I'll save my opinions for now. I was playing <laughs> some of the Genesis 1 last night, too. So Yeah, it's um, it's a game. And yeah, I, I, I've done I've done a Dead by Daylight, but I've actually been messing around a lot trying to get something set up for our Twitch streams. So uh, Jim and I have something very interesting planned, I'll say, and um, it could involve us drinking copious amounts of beer live and trying to interact with everyone. So I've been trying to get that <laughs> set up. <laughs> yep. So that's a disaster in the waiting. So yeah, Bri, Bri rated a beer store bias, and we also had oh, a man. bunch of stuff that uh, had been sent to the show that we haven't been able to get around to yet because oh, nice. <laughs> end of the world happened, so we couldn't really meet up for a year and a half. So yeah, uh, aged perfection now. So this will be a shit show. Yeah, Pam, where you're at, um, do you got a lot of just single bottle shops or like at least at the markets, do you can you just buy a whole bunch of single bottles of beer or is it usually just six packs or cases? Uh, you can buy singles. I mean, our liquor sales are a little more constrained. Like most of the liquor is so and beer is sold in the actual like licensed liquor okay. store. Um, but yeah, you can get all kinds of singles of craft beer and things like that. Uh, it's start, we've just started in the last couple of years getting it in grocery stores and actually I was at the farmer's market the other day and they had singles of beer, which I've never seen before in my life. I don't know when that started. <laughs> you, it sounds exactly like PA. Like we <laughs> still struggle, like a place has to serve food in order to sell beer at it. Um, mm -hmm. So a lot of groceries will have like mini marts. So like Acme's and places like that near us start doing that. I'd say the past five years, but mm -hmm. before then, yeah, like we still have the weird rule of you have a wine and like liquor store and then you have mm -hmm. beer stores like they're separated still, but every other state you can get like everything no matter where you go. Right. But, uh, yeah, to what Jim was pointing out, I now know what it looks like to spend about 120 bucks on single bottles <laughs> and <laughs> filling up like I felt so bad for a girl ringing me up. She's just like one by one. She's like, do you want a box <laughs> or something? I was like, please. <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, we we're stocked up on Oktoberfest and pumpkin beers, and we're going to do a live uh, tier rating of every single bottle we can find. So, wow. Yeah, nice. it'll be it'll be interesting. Jim's gonna get sloppy. Yeah. Hey. That <laughs> happens. For the, for the good of the content, Brian. <laughs> so Pam, one uh one question I did want to hit hit you with. Um I love that you do the Xbox Game Pass things where you cover some games and I did love seeing that you were doing World War Z and some mm -hmm. of those. But I, I meant to ask you, um, do you have like a common multiplayer, like online multiplayer game you play often? Or do you mostly go towards like single player campaigns? I mostly play single player campaigns. I've been playing um, with uh, Michelle, Petey Puff, mm -hmm. and um, a couple other people from the Polykill Discord. Uh, we've been playing through things. So we were playing World War Z. We finished up the campaign on that and did some horde mode. And then we were just playing uh, Zombie Army. Four. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the sniper one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we just played that, and we've like dabbled in uh, Deep Rock Galactic and things. So that's sort of like a once a week thing. Occasionally Overwatch, but uh, I don't really have a. I don't. That's not the majority of my gaming. 
at all. Yeah, I, 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 meant, I meant to ask you that, because, like, obviously with Game Pass, there's plenty of great single titles, but there are, mm-hmm. are a lot of those multiplayer, and I was curious, like, was that a genre that ever really appealed to you, like, at any generation of gaming, or what? Or was it more like, hmm, nah, that's not really for me? Well, I had nine years of World of Warcraft, which that's, kind of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did that ruin all multiplayer gaming for you? Basically. My, my big thing is just, I like games to end. Like, play it, finish it, on to the next one. That's, that's sort of how I like to do it. Nice. Well, are you guys going to be doing the uh, the Back for Blood once that's released? Because that's a day one on... Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, sure. you playing World War Z and everything. That's uh, Jim and I, like I said, we played that. That was actually pretty fun. So that would be a good one to see you guys play. Yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I've sort of avoided the, the beta period. But yeah, when it's out, I'll definitely try it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have like a lot of... You were talking about it on that one stream you did. What's that vampire style game that that's almost like it's not exactly like that, but it's oh, what's it called? Yeah, there's a Vampire the Masquerade like battle royale coming out. Yeah, I forget what the name is. Yeah, but... like is it four v four or is it what is it? I thought it's like yeah, the hunters versus the vampires and yeah, I'm not sure what exactly what the format is because it's just the opposite of what I want from vampire the masquerade <laughs> so i haven't really looked into it other than the trailers that i've seen yeah it's like they they were like hmm we can do an overwatch style game with our, mm-hmm. our universe and it's our rpg universe yeah <laughs> yeah jim do you know what we're talking about that game i mean i know thanks to pam's videos i know of vampire the masquerade but as soon as it said battle royale i was like what how the hell does that work it's like a shooter, like, uh, think like Evolve, except multi versus one. It's like four, I think it's four V4, or okay. maybe more, but like, you know, one side's humans with guns and whatever, the other side's vampires with special abilities going at each other. Almost Call of Duty Overwatch style. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting concept. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but. I'm sure the core audience loves that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, how can you develop characters if they just keep dying? <laughs> but brother, they're vampires. They can't die. Oh, it's called Blood Hunt. Blood Hunt. Okay, yeah. I saw that. I was like, okay, they seem to be going down that path because, uh, what was it, two days ago, the Alien Fire Team or Fire Squad just got released, and that's another one where half the team's aliens, half the team's people. They're really, really <laughs> diving into that style now, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got to do it. So so we hit that stage now. Mm-hmm. Jim, are you excited for the Yu-Gi-Oh! shooter? The Yu-Gi-Oh! shooter? <laughs> I saw someone made a fake thing saying that they wanted to be Olympic sport. I was like, I'll watch that. Yes, you would, Jim. I know you would. I'd love the shit out of that. <laughs> you son of a bitch. But no. <laughs> Um, Actually, Pam, real quick. Did any uh, people from the UK give you shit when you said you didn't like the Alex Kidd remake? No one's given me shit about that. So <laughs> Pretty much universal idea of everyone just going, eh, it's not good. Yeah, I think so. Man. I actually just read an article about um, the technical limitations of like remastering or remaking retro games. And they were saying that in keeping the mechanics but updating the graphics, they actually made it harder 
than it used to be. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like the extra animation frames just like made it harder to like judge your distance because you have to get so close to the enemies mm-hmm. to like jab them with your <laughs> fist. <laughs> Which is already like tough enough in a one hit kill game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh yeah, I don't know why you need to remake games, to be honest. Just re-release them in a really perfectly emulate style. Just do that. Because no one has ideas anymore. <laughs> it's over. That's why we have a Vampire the Masquerade Battle Royale game coming out. Everyone's <laughs> fucking done. They all gave up. Jim, I don't like to say it often, but you're correct. Yeah. I'll take my one monthly victory. <laughs> all right, Chambers. What do we got from our awesome patrons this month, though? Or this right. month, this week? Patreon. Before we get into this, I have to apologize to everyone because I forgot to post the goddamn questions until about two hours ago. So, probably I was throwing off my game. But yes, Patreon.com/slash/DrinkingBeerPlayGame. Where for as little as two measly dollars a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So first up from Gamer Astral, favorite Metal Game Slug game and why? Ooh. Pam, do you have an answer for that? I don't. The first one? <laughs> yeah, I was... I'd have to say the first, because that's the one I've played the most. I've barely dipped into the series. Yeah, I was just going to say Metal Slug X, which... Is that the first? Like, that's such a series I don't know. I don't remember if that is the actual first one. No, Metal Slug X is another sequel. Okay, so that's one I know I've played just because of uh, MAME, and I... I, like, downloaded it. It was really fun. But also, I don't have that much experience with Metal Slug in general. It's one of those shooters I always go, like, I know everyone loves it, but I just wasn't that kid with a Neo Geo, so. Or with an arcade with a Neo Geo, and, like, I never even got any of the collections. So, yeah, that's one that just passed me by. Yeah. No, good question. Just, we ain't the right crew for that one this week. (laughs) Yep. Sorry. Next up from Burn Retinas, Jackie Chan, Chuck Norris, and Jet Li each have video games. Did Jean-Claude Van Damme deserve one, or does Street Fighter the movie count? One, Street Fighter the movie definitely counts, and two, he does deserve another one. God damn it. I mean, wasn't... I mean, Johnny Cage was basically based off of him in Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. Yeah, I actually like, did a little looking up, and I was like, oh, game's based off Bloodsport. And I was like, oh, Mortal Kombat, that makes sense. I mean, <laughs> what other Jean-Claude Van Damme movies would really deserve a video game? Expendables 2. Really, Jim? Don't you launch me, Brian. They have the Expenda Bros on Steam. What the hell is that? That's like that shooter. It's actually really fun. It's on Steam. Oh, you mean Broforce? Broforce, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever okay. it is. Um, yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's weird. I I always just assumed like everyone accepted that Johnny Cage was kind of his knockoff with the splits and everything, but I don't know. Is there a movie I'm missing that I can't think of for him? Time Cop. <laughs> As I said, yeah, nothing really deserved a movie out of him. Oh, fuck. What's the one where he's, like, trying to, like, save a Pittsburgh uh, Penguins game from a bomb? Ah, shit, what's that called? <laughs> if you have to think that hard, that means it's not that good of a movie, Jim. <laughs> fair. Fair play. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's got to be Bloodsport. Make just, like, a straight-up Bloodsport game and license it. Whatever. Yeah. And have you, either of you ever played, I know there's like, what is there, six or seven Jack, those Jackie Chan games? Like, yeah, I know there, there's a lot of them. There's a bunch in the Famicom. I think there's there's one on uh, the Turbo Graphics. I've never played any of them. They've all passed yeah, me I, by. 
I played the one on NES, Jackie Chan Action Kung Fu. How is it? It's good. It's actually a lot of fun. Is it just like a knockoff of the original Kung Fu, or is it like a whole different? No, style? it no. It's it's basically just a plat a platformer. Okay. Platformer. It's pretty good. It, the uh, the sprite, especially for Jackie Chan, is like very detailed and has fantastic facial expressions. Oh, nice. Yeah. That might have to be a game we try out, Jim. I'm down for that. It could be a new genre we just jump into and just do all the Jackie Chan games. Why Jackie Chan. Well, it's funny. The Jet Li. Oh, fuck. What the hell was the name of that game? I remember it was like the PS2 era. Yeah. And I still say like that PS2 era, like when you discover games and for whatever reason, especially licensed games were actually really good. I still love the Matrix game from that era, from that time. Um, I think it's called Reload It. Enter the Matrix. Or Enter the Matrix. But the Jackie Chan one, I remember that got something like crazy, like 96% reviews. Like, it got a ton of great... You mean the Jet Li one? Jet, I'm sorry, yeah, Jet Li. Yeah. So, maybe we need to do a full Kung Fu <laughs> month, Jim. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I'm down for that. It gives me reason to play games I never touched before. Something that's probably in a pile of games over there I don't even realize I have at this point. Because I've got a problem. Oh, what was that god-awful Steven Seagal game? It was, like, called Operation something. I think it was what? on the Genesis. I, there was... It, what? It, it was a Steven Seagal, like, it's, I think it's called Operation, like, Hardpoint. I, I, I could be screwing this up, but it looked absolutely ridiculous. I'm pretty sure it was, like, that Batman game um, where they tried to do the Mortal Kombat style. You know what I'm talking about? It's, like, the... I, I know I'm screwing this up completely. It might have been a canceled game called The Final Option. That might be what you're thinking of. Then it was released as a as an available ROM, because I've seen people play it, and I was like, that looks terrible. Yeah, it was a canceled game, apparently. that They must have dumped the ROM. So. Gotcha. Okay. Well, good thing it was canceled then. <laughs> but now, great... That What was that, Burn Retinas? Yep. Now, great question. Yeah. Jean-Claude, he didn't need any more games. <laughs> but Pam, where was your suggestion? I know you're such a Jean-Claude aficionado. Uh-huh. I mean, sure, he could add more games. Like, if Cliffhanger can get a game, I'm sure Jean-Claude could get another one, but... If Cliffhanger can get three different games, then... <laughs> Good old Cliffhanger. My God. Last up from Alex Perez. What is something that is popular amongst your own generation that you have never shown much interest in for one reason or another? An example for me would be wrestling. My interest in the sport basically starts and ends with the N64 games. Hmm. Some popular in my generation. But I didn't show interest in. See, for me, I, I guess I could go with, like, I think they might be, like, still right before my generation, but, like, G.I. Joe's and even TMNT for the most part. Like, I just never really got into them or cared that much. I was hmm. a Batman, X-Men, Power Rangers kid, so maybe I was, like, that two-year gap in between all that stuff, but, yeah, never reached out to me. Hmm. What about you, Pam? Do you have an answer? Because I'm still I'm, trying to think. She's like, Dick! <laughs> I, I'm not sure if it's generational, but I've never had an interest in comic books, graphic novels, that whole yeah type of media. The <laughs> Combining the pictures and the words is just, I don't know, I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> it. It just never grabbed you. <laughs> yeah. I would... I, you know what? I'll say, even though it's it came out late, a little bit later in my generation, I never got into Pokemon. 
Like, the only time I really did was that brief period of Pokemon Go on your phone. Like, Jim, you lent me the uh, Red, right? Fire Red, yep. Fire Red. I played that for a couple hours. and It just... I like the idea, but it, like, I, since I never like actually tried it when it first came out, I have no interest in playing really any of the games moving forward. So, yeah, that was one of the things that never really... I don't get that, Yu-Gi-Oh, all that stuff. It just never made sense to me. So, Pam, as, like, the uh, the JRPE expert on here tonight, <laughs> are, like, what do you think about Pokemon? Like, I know everyone thinks it's, like, baby's first JRPG kind of deal, which, like, kind of is. I can definitely see that. But did I ever reach out to you, or do you just playing it like, this is too simple for me? I've never, also never gotten into Pokemon. I remember someone handed me down a Game Boy, like, late, um in its lifespan and there was a pokemon game on it and i didn't i played it for like half an hour and i was like no i don't really like this yeah and i only ever used it to play blackjack on some casino game (laughs) so (laughs) nice speaking of things that pass you by then the game board Mm -hmm. all handhelds basically Mm -hmm. actually me too because my parents want to buy them for me (laughs) you already have a game system why do you need to take one with you Jim, that doesn't sound like resentment at all. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I don't know. What you're about. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, well, well, did either of you get into Pogs when they were a thing? Yeah, I did have Pogs. I had knockoff Pogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the hell is a knockoff Pog? I don't know. It's still a Pog, but it's not like officially Pog branded. It was just oh, like okay. once you buy it, right? <laughs> the real Pogs were expensive for like a little pack of cardboard discs. <laughs> oh, oh. I still have what were they just called sleeve? Even though they were like the tubes, the you know, the, the sleeves or whatever the hell you want to call them, I don't the know what they held them. I still have like four of them with all the slammers, all the shit. That might have to be a video. I just like outline all the goddamn hogs. Like it's one of those things. I'm like, I'm not gonna throw it out. I know. I still actually to this day, I don't know how the hell to play the game, other than trying to slam the shit down. Like the official rules, I don't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. No one knows how to play. I think it was like <laughs> no. you slam it down, and if they flip upside down, then like you take them off or something like that. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Jim. Ooh, pog drinking game. <laughs> I'd be down for that. <laughs> that might be the only way I can like accept the uh, the fact that I'm losing things. We'll play for keepsies, Brian. We'll make it real. <laughs> I think that's why I never got into it as a kid because like the idea of like having my thing and having it be taken from me in a game of chance like that, <laughs> something I couldn't cope with as I look around my game full. Of, my room full of video games. Yeah, Pogs. That like I said, I'm trying to think what else our generation was huge on that we wouldn't have been into. That was the only other thing I was thinking like game wise that probably none of us were that much into. Yeah, I mean for me I'm like Disney afternoon, like I never got into like almost any of the Disney shows that were like everyone was watching at the time. Like maybe Darkwing Duck was the most and even then it was like fleeting, so Wait, Jim, I already kind of know the answer, but you weren't really into, like, uh, going to places like, uh, wow, like skate parks or inline skating or roller skating. You weren't into that, were you? <laughs> Brian, I was <laughs> I'm in third ask- grade. I'm asking you a question. It wasn't that I wasn't into it, but let's just say certain things kept me from being able to go to it anyway. So, What about you, Pam? Were you doing any of that back in the day? Yeah, I had some rollerblades. I don't know that I went to, like, skating rinks for it. I used to go to, like, actual skating rinks, ice skating rinks. Okay. But 
Yeah, we had like a ton of places near us. Like, so the, WoW is the commercial. Like, I think it was like everywhere. But <laughs> we had a place near us. Like growing up, like the palace was like literally everyone go there. That was like the kid hangout, teenager hangout. You get your inlines, and some people do the quad roller skates. Yeah, just go around the loop, listening to music. Uh, you try to ask a girl to skate with you, you fall on your face, you make an ass of yourself. <laughs> no, you do all the stupid shit. But yeah, it was. Um, that was a really, really big thing, like where I grew up. So I was just curious. So Jim, Jim was a no on that one. <laughs> I, I was a no by, not by choice, Brian. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I have homework to do. <laughs> Jim, you memorized that book, Jimmy. <laughs> Jim, there's a time for homework and time for fun. <laughs> no, Brian. That's why I'm the amazing success I am today, and well adjusted too. <laughs> no but uh alex that is a that is a really good question got me thinking about some things yeah definitely so now that wraps up the questions for this week so well let me refresh because there's always like three nope we're good so that's wraps it up for this week so once again thank you to everyone who supports the show check out our patreon if you want to ask questions for the show or for the higher tiers you get review requests and you can use our comment section as a billboard so Basically, check out our Patreon, and also please head over to iTunes if you enjoy this episode, and please leave a review, a five-star review, and if you want to bash us, feel free. We read all those reviews, so head on over to there as well. Yeah, and since Jim was really late with this, if you did miss your question this week, feel free. Double up next week. We'll get to you guys. Yeah, I already put that out there, too. I was like, oopsies. My bad. <laughs> all right, back with new beers. Uh, I had one completely explode on me, and... I will fully recommend, once again, if you like English-style pub ales, but with a little bit of sweetness and a decent amount of alcohol, very, very highly recommend it. Uh, but I am moving on to the Sly Fox Pikeland Pills. I think, did I have that last week? Yes, I know yes I, I did. Yeah. Um, it's always an easy follow-up, 4.9% German-style Pilsner. Like I said, this is the easy... Uh, go to if you are a macro fan of beers and you want to try craft this will be a style you'll enjoy nice i am uh just about done my third yingling so i'll be going <laughs> into my fourth soon i'm doing good tonight and pam you chugging along with that cider yeah i've still got about a quarter a third of it left so what is that how much is that is that like a it's a half a liter which probably doesn't mean anything to you <laughs> no, wait, I'm trying to act like that. I'm not conversion things. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> don't be the dumb American that doesn't know. But I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, all right, is it like, to me that almost looks like a 16 ouncer. But I think so. Like it's definitely bigger than a than a average, regular yeah. bottle. Well, that's what threw me off when I first saw you sipping. I was like, I've mm -hmm. never seen cider in a bottle like that. Do they do yeah. all their ciders like that? Yep, yep, they do. They uh, have other, they've got like cranberry ciders. I've never tried the other ones, but yeah, so a regular beer is 375 milliliters. So this is a 500 milliliter. Okay. No, mm. that, that makes a little more sense. Mm. I'm not going to act like I know the exact conversion, but yeah, that's basically the 12 ounce to the 16 ounce bottles for us. Yeah, I think so. Because we have to do things difficult. <laughs> <laughs> right. Base 10 is for suckers. All right, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chambers. Well, this wasn't a Patreon question, but this is uh, from a uh, reoccurring buddy of ours, Kit. And he threw this up here. Damn tough question. What is our favorite single track from a video game? 
is a hard question. That's a really goddamn hard question. And I don't know... Jim, I feel like you're just going to spit out something from Street Rage 2, right? No, I was going to say, and also because, like, I did a video on it, too. Like, I got, it, it, like, it's too normal of an answer, but uh, Green Hill Zone from Sonic 1. Like, that's just, I've been humming that song for 30 goddamn years in my head, so, like, I can't not say it. And Jim, son of a bitch, stop saying too normal of an answer. If you like it, you like it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if it's a normal. Right, I got to be different. And no, it doesn't always have to be like. Well, this one pinball game from the ZX Spectrum was really, you know, you can have it. You will never hear any love for the ZX Spectrum come out of my mouth. How about you, Pam? I that's really tough. I went through my vinyl to see, like, okay, well, these are the ones I care enough about to have on vinyl and that have actually been pressed but my usual answer is zia's theme from bastion Hmm. i never heard that one i love the bastion soundtrack it's really nice it's got like vocals and everything to it okay um i feel like it's been sullied because the actual name of it is build that wall <laughs> Wait, are you saying that that's associated with something negative these days? Yeah. <laughs> just just pretend it's still 2009. It's yeah. Always 2009. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where we put the little logo of a red hat on Pam. <laughs> um, you know what? Just because it's one of the few songs I've put now, like on my phone, is uh, "Bloody Tears" from Castlevania. And, and I've heard so many covers of it. It's not my favorite game, but that song, I don't know, it's just really, really well done. And I've listened to way too many like acoustic covers, piano covers. It's just, I really love that style. Um, but speaking of games or songs with lyrics, I've said to Jim many times, Pam, one of the best soundtracks I've heard recently from a newer game. Have you ever played Hellblade Senua's? Uh... Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, did you beat that game? Yep. Uh, when she's fighting that final boss at the end, and I can't think of the name of the song off the top of my head, and I can send it to you after, but like, it's like a, a woman singing, and it's like it like slowly builds up to like a really like impressive boss battle theme. I said that was a song. Another one, like I downloaded after the fact. I was like, wow, this is actually a really awesome song. Cool. Um, and that game in general, obviously, audio is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that that was another one. When you said lyrics, it it threw into my head. I love what uh, the the first trailer they put out for this the the sequel. Mm-hmm. That was an amazing song and trailer. <laughs> that was an intense ass sequel. Yeah, yeah talk about a game I'm looking forward to, but I, I also. I felt like that trailer gave me nothing as far as when it's actually coming out. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're like, oh, cool. (laughs) What's happening? But, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. intense as shit. But, yeah, no, uh, great, great question. I hate answering that, though, because I know I'm going to, like, remember in ten minutes, like, oh, but this game. (laughs) No, but this one, but this one. Actually, to follow up with that and kind of piggyback off Brian, what do you think is, like, the song you've liked the most that you, like, discovered since starting your page? Hmm. Um, I think the Outer Wilds theme. Okay. Like the sort of title theme. The, like the main that one? Plays through, yeah, the main one that in the game, uh, like there's a couple versions of it that one has like all the instruments sort of coming together. Uh, yeah, I really like that. That's a game, yeah, that was a, 
I gotta recommend it because obviously I'm a huge Fallout fan. And they're like, it's Fallout in space, basically. And oh, that's Outer Worlds. Wait, Outer what? Then what's Outer Wilds? Outer Wilds is the 22-minute time loop where you're just exploring a, a galaxy, and it's basically just all these, like, puzzles you're solving on planets about, like, how the planets work and, like, what the ecology and the environment is doing, and you're just oh, sort of sure. learning more about the environment and, and uh, getting sort of further to sort of find out why the world keeps ending every 22 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't there, there's another game coming out soon, right? Where you keep replaying a thing in an apartment where you get murdered or you, uh, 12 minutes 12 that minutes. came out last week. Yeah. Did you, have you played it yet? I did. And I did it, not like it at all. Oh, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> is it, cause you know, it's funny. The time loop idea, honestly, you telling me about that game as the first time I've always, I always thought like. Now it's popular. There's, I feel like there's a, another silly movie coming out about it. But after Groundhog mm. Day, I'm like, that'd be an interesting game concept. Like keep replaying mm. the same thing over and over. So, yeah. so that there's game other... uh, didn't do it for you. No, it didn't do it for me. Like there's other ones. Um, the Sexy Brutal is another one that's sort of like an adventure time loop game. But this is just the space that you were occupying and the amount of things to do were just so small mm. and it just got very repetitive. Mm. Whereas something like Outer Wilds, like you have a whole galaxy, like multiple planets to explore. So so it's a lot more, more to it. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I will then check all that out because that is definitely a genre. Well, I might take my time on the new released one, but I'll check out the <laughs> <Yeah>. other ones. <laughs> nice. No, but good question there, Jim. Yeah. Um, so, whew. Jim, you can introduce this week's Gamers Mad because this yeah. is a interesting well, right. one. At first, I thought we were going to have a little ho-hum thing that our buddy Max Marvel sent us about Fortnite basically copying imposter mode from Among Us. And it's like, yeah, Among Us wasn't that original anyway, blah, blah, blah. Kind of a bit of a safer topic, but then they had to go and one-up themselves. <laughs> so, as we all know, uh, if you're not aware, links will be below. But they decided to throw in a Martin Luther King. Uh, why am I saying it like that? Martin Luther King, uh, <laughs> Martin Luther King style event, where basically it's like a museum, and they recreate Washington D.C. Basically, and you kind of just go through and look at a museum, and yeah, like with a lot of things with Fortnite, good intention, maybe not the best execution. And when it first came out, I was like. I don't think, like, everyone was just dunking on it because, like, all the headlines were very vague. So everyone's like, wait, are they putting Martin Luther King in fucking Fortnite? So everyone just <laughs> like, assumed that, like, he was be, a skin. Uh, yeah, that he was going to be a skin. You drop him out and someone's going to shoot him. So fucking, luckily, luckily, thank God they didn't go that route. So, yeah, like, an interactive museum thing. They partnered with Time uh, Time Magazine with it. And, you know, you basically walk through. They play his speeches. They, you know, have little exhibits. But... A lot of people were like, I don't think this is in the best taste. And me, I was like, I don't know. I learned a lot of, like, history and stuff like that through my media growing up. Maybe this isn't the worst thing in the world. Maybe it's a way to get in front of kids. Schools aren't that great these days. And, yeah, then, you know, players happened. So, basically, people started dancing. And, of course, there is a whipping emote that they couldn't legally take out because of a contract with DC. So, so that was the yeah. only one that had to get left in because of that contract because of the Catwoman skin. I when I Jim, you know what? I I hate on a lot of your responses on Twitter because I know you're just trolling or shit posting. 
But when you first said, like, yeah, like, you know, it is true. I've, I, you know, things I picked up from movie or even some random video games, like, if it, if they are any historical context, especially, like, World War II games, I was like, oh, okay, like, I actually retained some knowledge. But to have it interactive is, like, yeah, where you're going to get that weird line of it's not like a movie where you can just have it and people have to watch it. Um, I I don't know if Fortnite... Well, I know know Fortnite's not the right game. I know it's the biggest game right now, but Minecraft might have made more sense for something like that versus Mm. MLK, at least in my my eyes. You know, a game where you shoot each other versus a game where you build stuff. It's it's it was good intentions, yeah, just terribly executed. I don't know. What do you think, Pam? Yeah, I think there's a lot to unpack there. I, <laughs> uh, like, what was it? As- Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think, had a an educational mode yeah. where you yes. got to walk around and learn about ancient Egypt. I think it was, mm-hmm. and that's cool. And so, you know, I think the idea of providing education in video games is a good one. Mm-hmm. I also, you know, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego taught me a lot about geography and things like that <laughs> as a as a kid, but the idea of loading into this event and getting a a tip about headshots like that's Oh, as the uh, the yeah. things yes. are getting up. Yeah. 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 Uh, I haven't I haven't played Fortnite, but I assume that this and things like the concerts they do, you can't just run around shooting each other during those. No, so venues. when you walk in the area, yeah, thankfully, not, no, they yeah. turned off. Yeah, you like when you a walk little bit of into the area, it's not like you're interacting. Like you go in, and there's a constant loop of uh, Martin Luther King speeches, and you kind of okay. walk around the the, and I'll call it museum for short term, but that's kind of the the bulk of it. But you mm-hmm. can still do the emotes. And then they figured that out and they're like, shit, we have to disable them. But as Jim said, yeah, the one they couldn't get rid of because of contractual is the whipping one. So what do you think every a-hole in the world just puts a video up of? And then other people were like, well, there actually is a way to save emotes that emotes that uh, bypass their block. So then people mm-hmm. figured out ways. So all it is is people like dancing and whipping in front of the speeches. Mm-hmm either yeah figure out a way to make it so you just you can only walk through or if anything mm-hmm. change your load screens to those messages like if that's what you want to promote do it that way like yeah i get it and once again you want to reach the biggest crowd possible there's no game bigger whether you like it or not than fortnite but yeah the the execution is that it is you know what if i have to give them credit i when i first saw the headline too i was like tell me they put a skin in there like mm-hmm. i was like dear god don't do that <laughs> now Brian, riddle me this as devil's advocate yep so let's relate it to real life and us growing up going on a school trip to a museum so you can take kids and plop them into a museum 99 out of 100 the kids you take there are probably gonna be little shitheads who oh. just run around looking at the you know the dicks on the statues and laughing about it and stuff like that and being disrespectful but maybe one or two kids out of the whole group is going to get something out of it. So, yeah. Do you still think that it could be a thing that's worthwhile enough, even though, you know, we live in an age where everyone's got to have their outrage hot take for, you know, Twitter likes, even though in the grand scheme of things, it might still be a decent kind of thing to have in there. I don't think it's a bit. I don't. Maybe, think it's maybe a bad the whippy moat still. <laughs> a bit of a mistake. 
Yeah, leave, <laughs> just leave all emotes in there. If you know, like, that's a glitch. No, take them saying, all out. Take them well, all out. Well, well, if they, if they can't, I'm saying I'd rather them leave it all in than only the whipping one. But what I'm saying is also, yeah, you either then have to fully accept, don't get upset by the backlash of, yeah, kids going on school trips. There was always those ones screwing around, doing inappropriate stuff. Okay. But it's not broadcasted out by Twitch streamers and by TikTokers and by all these people that are taking pictures and little videos. So you just know that more eyes are going to be on it. So if you are epic, then you just say, whatever, it's going to be what it's going to be. We hope it reaches people with the right message. Or you don't do it at all. Like, you know, I still think it is a good idea because I do believe that you can find value in education through video games. So what you're saying is we need Age of Empires 6. <laughs> hey, I love that. You know how much I learned from Age of Empire games, Jim? Dude, I learned more from Age of Empires and The Simpsons than I ever learned in a goddamn textbook, all right? <laughs> I also, like, I don't have a huge problem. I don't think this is something you should say, like, oh, no, never do this. I think there are... Damn, you're supposed you know, to be outraged. Do you need to clap? can be you know, a, an educational component. But yeah, if they could just handle it a little better. Also, considering Fortnite's habit of uh, commodification of mm-hmm. things they steal from a lot of people, like mm. maybe some kind of, let's give some of our many, many dollars to some kind of charity that, that would be MLK would support, something like that, along with this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, maybe... Yeah, everything at something some something purchased will be donated or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. That would be the classy move, which I'm not expecting from Epic, but you know, that's another great point. But yeah, no, I think keep keep doing stuff like this. I think that's that is a overall good idea. You just have to be like it's the same way as you said. If you see kids being dickheads at a school trip, it's no one gets that outrage. You're like, "All right, come on. Get over here. Stop doing that." So, yeah, but as soon as I saw, I was like, "Oh, this seems to be the hot topic." So, oh boy. Now, Jim, you are the Twitter guy. Unfortunately, are there, are there that many people taking it that serious? Yes, really. Yes, everyone. Oh, fucking god! Like that. Like, thank God for the graphic tea girl. Thank fucking Christ <laughs> for her. Everyone liked the dunk on her, and I did it too. But thank God for her to take everyone's mind off goddamn MLK and Fortnite because that was like the talk of the town for two days straight. I think we got to throw it in there as a amended gamers mad too because I saw that and once again Jim I I'm I secondhand get the shit on Twitter from you Did, so basically what I took away is someone was saying you're childish if you wear graphic tees or stop wearing them basically right and everyone just basically was like fuck you like going crazy right <laughs> so, so did I see right though? You comment, you're like, but you're a cosplayer. Yeah, that's what like her main thing. But I I think we all took the bait. I was gonna say, is there any chance she wasn't a hundred percent trolling and just doing it to get the likes and get the follows? I think there is at least a six fifty percent chance that that was what it was. And if that's what the case is, bravo. You're better at this than I am. <laughs> you can always mute a conversation. I don't and know. Then what- just. Just wait for all the interaction to come in. Pam, what do you think? When you saw that, do you think it's just 100% troll? I think it's 100% troll. There's a, there's a lot of a lot of posts on Twitter where you have to go and, like, there's that, like, 
react an instant reaction and then you have to stop and think it would be better if i didn't bring more attention to this than it's already getting <laughs> yeah yeah is this now is this an account of someone who typically trolls they, i don't know okay. i have no idea Interesting. When, when, like, what do you call it? Uh, our buddies, the Thought Cops, uh, coined a term a couple weeks ago called the uh, the Twitter bad guy of the day. So that's basically what this person was. So it's always a person you never heard of before and you never hear from since. But they have that one take that goes viral. So kudos to them. Jim, then you need to get on getting viral with that and be like, Did you, do you guys know wrestling's fake? Stop watching it. <laughs> no, no, I do not need that. <laughs> you don't need that heat, Jim? I don't, I don't need that GP, Brian. I don't need that X-Pac heat. It's only the same to biz. <laughs> uh, no, that's so. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Actually, Pam, speaking of takes, so with your last Star Ocean video, which was excellent, by the way, you made the claim of it being, like, the best uh, JRPG on the PS1. So did anyone start throwing some shade your way for that? Because I know they tend to be a very uh, passionate fan base. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait to make my JRPG ranking video. I can't wait for you to do that. I don't even know shit about JRPGs. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you put first, you're going to... Oh, good God. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a few. A lot of just like, no, what about these 12 other games? It was like, okay, like, so you like those better. You know, it's one of those titles where, you know, I want people to click on this video. I wouldn't call it clickbait because... I do think it is the best JRPG on sure. PS One. It is a it is a truthful title, but uh, yeah, there's a few. When one comment just came in, it was like, "Oh, Star Ocean is the best PS One on JRPG or JRPG on PS One." Said no one ever except for this white girl Pam. That's a huh? Okay. But, uh, Man, that's when we make a video going, surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> that is, um, yeah, the... I don't... Yeah. You, 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 but no. Okay, so what did you get more... So, I'm, I think I already know the answer, but what has been a little bit more heated? That video or your tier list for the, uh, the CRPGs? I think the, the tier list. Yeah, this one hasn't been too bad so far. Other people sort of just as expressing other favorites but that's fine so let, let me ask you since you're doing all of your content yourself do you ever like obviously i unfortunately sometimes have to run lists through jim since we're sharing the list and i have to get what? his terrible opinion in it what? but jim you still ruined our simpsons list all right we still get uh, hate on that because you're a pal. Oh, bitch 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 <laughs> with your hit and run bitch bitch but when you're doing your list is there anyone like you ever like confer with or say like hey like here i'm putting together a sister i have a thought for it like or is it just no 100 percent? you just you make it on your own and you put it out on your own no i just make it on my own i rarely run my content by other people like occasionally um i i made a video about moms in games and i talked about a bunch of dads in games of games that i hadn't necessarily played myself so i sent it to a few friends okay. to say like have i said anything stupid here sure. <laughs> but um but no, any any pure opinion based video doesn't. No one else sees that. But occasionally on like more my like sort of documentary style videos or things like that, then I'll ask someone to yeah. review it. No, that that makes a lot of sense. Like we we don't reach out 
outside of ourselves. But I think the only time we had was when we did tier list, uh, when I was like trying to create like a ranking for like best Sega Genesis game. And you got to cut that list down to 32. So we reach out mm-hmm. to some folks that we're friends with and, and you know, who are known in the community and they're big Sega Genesis fans. And they were actually helpful. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you would say that should be in the top 32. Cause I did it a way of like, using a whole bunch of different sites and based on the rankings and whatnot instead of just personal mm-hmm. opinion. But yeah, no, I, I was kind of curious about that. Like when you do those, um, do you always just, as soon as you do a tier list, you're like, I know I'm going to get some hate for this one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm also not overly <laughs> precious about it. Like even when I made my top 100 games, people were like, Oh my God, how did you decide? I'm just like, man, it's what was, what felt right i don't think too hard about it just now do you ever get to a point like say with a video like that obviously as time goes you play a lot more games you, like mm-hmm. do you ever get the idea of like i think i want to update that video or is it like you put so much yeah. effort that one time you're like shit do i really want to do that again yeah i've been thinking of doing a sort of supplementary video so you know the best games i've played since i made that list yeah but yeah, that that that's you know what it's that's one of my uh, little things of like why I don't love doing the newest games because I'm like shit I don't know if it's gonna be true. Whereas if I can mm-hmm. say like you know Jim and I we did a lot of list of like we've played every single NES baseball game, every single basketball game. My opinion is not gonna change even though people hate our opinions on some of them. <laughs> but it's like hey we said very frankly this is what we think is the most fun and we did play every single one so. We w- we're not changing our opinion on that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, I was always kind of curious what, with those lists. Like, if you get any kind of internal, like, man, I might want to change that video. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. No, but, uh, Jim, I did want to ask you, uh, this next one, I read into it. I was still goddamn confused, so you need to explain it to me. Okay. So, um... Magic the Gathering, they've been um, they've been experimenting a little more with their card packs and stuff like that lately. So they're releasing two... Fuck it. It was funny when I sent all the topics to Pam, and she's like, that is a shitload of Fortnite. And I didn't even realize that this was a Fortnite thing, too. I was like, holy fuck, she's right. I'm sorry. Because when you think cannot be tamed, you think Fortnite. So, yeah. But uh, Magic the Gathering is adding a couple new card decks. So uh, one is going to be Fortnite-themed, and one is going to be Street Fighter-themed. So they've already recently been doing some theme decks with, like, D&D and Warhammer and stuff like that. Well, they'll take older cards and, like, reprint them with, like, custom artwork based on, like, the properties, basically, is the short of it. So they're going to be doing that, basically, with Fortnite, with Fortnite characters. But Street Fighter is going to be, like, its almost own little weird spinoff with its own rules and shit like that. So... I saw that. That was kind of a weird, interesting take on it. I don't know if they're running out of ideas or if sales are down and they need to, like, you know, get a boost in there. But, Pam, do you have, like, any experience at all with Magic or, like, any of those card games? No, I've never played Magic. I've played a little bit of Hearthstone, but not for a long time. Jim, she was a roller skater like me. So. Oh, oh, the kids <laughs> who got outside. Ooh, la di da. <laughs> Um, Jim, well, this is my question to you. So when, when I read that, number one, as probably maybe the person here that played the most Fortnite, and by most, I mean I probably played 20 games. Right. I didn't know they really had original, like, 
the characters to me i thought were always like you make them up and then they have a whole bunch of licensed characters in the game so i didn't even realize they had their own unique characters i but the street fighter <laughs> one i saw that i thought the article was kind of alluding to like they just have their own gameplay mechanics but you could incorporate them into the overall game yeah, it seemed like they're, at least with the articles, it seemed like it was making it more of a uh, separate kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean, some of them you could probably could throw into, like, a normal deck and shit like that. So, so that would be cool to have, like, you know, a Planeswalker and a Grixis out there. Then all of a sudden Chun-Li throws a fucking thing at you. You lost me right there. But what I will <laughs> say, I'll, I'll say, Jim. Raya took 17 mana with 10 different, like, colors. I, Black Lotus. That's what I know about magic because it's the most expensive card ever. <laughs> yep. Um, no, but but here's my question. I guess Jim, you you played Magic a lot. You like like seeing something like that. Yeah, if they're creating their own separate card game and just calling it yeah whatever Street Fighter. I mean, is that a terrible idea or is it just like a cash grab? Probably both. It's not a terrible idea, but it's probably a cash grab. But it's also probably like, yeah, let's try this and see if it works and gets a couple new eyes on the game. Because, I mean, the thing's been around for, goddamn, almost 25, 30 years. So, I guess at this point, they kind of ha have to put a, bit, a little bit of new blood in there or do something to get some new eyes on it. I don't know. Maybe with the whole, like, I'm sure, you know, the like, I mean, like we said, the goddamn pandemic, I'm sure that didn't help with sales or with, like, the tournament scene and anything like that. So, maybe they're trying to inject some new life into it. Jim, I got it. For the viral moment... You tweet out, like, thank God Fortnite is coming to this boring-ass game that's too old. <laughs> Get all the hate in the world. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was just like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know enough about the magic stuff to know if this should be important. But it's, <laughs> this is going to be a very stupid question. Do people still do card games that much? Like, I, I thought, like, don't haven't it, hasn't it, most of it converted to virtual I mean, Magic has a really, like, advanced, like, virtual, like, MTG Arena, I think is what it's called. Where, like, you can buy virtual packs online and play that way. So, I still think there's a... It's probably not what it was in its heyday, obviously. But I still think it's got a pretty solid fan base. So... Hmm. But again, like, I, I guess they make their bulk of their money still off the physical card sales. So, you got to find some way to get people out there to do it. Well, I say screw all that. We're going to do our Pog drinking game, and we'll make Fortnite Pogs, <laughs> and we'll make our money off that, Jim. I was going to say, Brian, we could do we could at least buy a Street Fighter pack if it's its own thing. Maybe get a couple boosters. Maybe have a, uh, oh, shit, what's it called? Oh, have a draft. Have a little draft tournament between ourselves, Brian. <laughs> all right, Jim, you buy those things, and I'll follow your lead. <laughs> all right, Brian, I will take the money out of Patreon, and then we can do that. <laughs> Don't take our 60 bucks, Jim, no. <laughs> right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Pam, I I know now one hundred percent you're gonna go out and wanna do Magic the Gathering too. Because mm -hmm. now you got Fortnite mm -hmm. and you know it's it's right up your alley. <laughs> uh -huh. Fortnite, Street Fighter and Magic the Gathering, my my three favorite games. <laughs> now Pam, did you actually like delve into like any of like the you know, the quote unquote nerdy games like any tabletop shit? Like, obviously, you didn't do any card games, but I'm gonna take uh, the guess. I know. I've played the occasional sort of one shot D and D or adjacent campaign, campaign, but not really. I, I like board games. I, I like the really complicated board games. 
but uh Ooh, so all right like which ones yeah now uh my favorite one's betrayal at house on the hill i think it's called um talisman i like a lot as well is talisman the one so i i have a ton of like horror board games that are way too intricate is talisman mm. the one with the green symbol on the front like there's a green glowing gem or something because I kn- it's like a tri- triangle, I think. Okay, and the that the other game you just mentioned, is it show like a house that's like outlined in blue? I don't remember. Yeah, because because you said names, I only know horror board games, like intricate horror board games, mm-hmm. um, and some of them, man, you spend forty minutes just friggin' setting up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> learning the rules and yeah. <laughs> There was another one I played. It was a Lovecraft one. Arkham Asylum? The Ar- Ar- no, that's, Ar- no, that's a Batman. No, no, no. Um, I know what you're talking about. It's the uh, yeah. something Arkham... I, 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 Arkham Horror or something yeah, like that, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, yeah Jim and I... I see, I, I can't wait to get Jim to try out all the various horror board games I've gotten over the, the years. But uh, those... I'm like you. That's the path I went down. The, now the only thing mm-hmm. I think outside of that, I've actually never played D and D. I don't even know how it's set up, but we we did play a game called HeroScape where like you build the map and it's basically like pieces against each other. But outside mm-hmm. of that, yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with card games or whatever. But you give me an intricate horror board game and I'll be that like <laughs> nerd. It's like guys, we're all set, and everyone's like, Nah, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right, we still have to play goddamn Hero Quest or Battle Quest, whatever it's called. Wait, was that the one that took up the whole floor? Yes. Oh god, that game. Jesus. That's the one that took up a whole floor and then a spider bit me and now I have a scar on my face from trying to find it in my attic. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so good memories. Oh yeah, nothing but good memories. Like it was a game my parents got me as a kid and like I didn't know how to play it. So like obviously I'll just set up the pieces and go pew 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 with him and shit like that. But then like we the nerd made a video on it, so we're like I was like, I have this fucking game. So, of course, my parents had it because they never throw anything out. So I went to the attic to grab it. And as I'm, like, I come down from there. And then the next day and I wake up and there's this, like, spot on my, like, right below my eye right here. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then it just got bigger. And then it got bigger. And then it got bigger. And then it got black. And I was like, uh-oh. Oh, no. So, yeah, I've, I I got a nice little scar here now permanently from uh, a game I just had to get. And I haven't touched since <laughs> the 10 years ago when I went to dig it out. <laughs> Jim, it's all about the memories, right? It's all about the memories, Brian. Life's all about those little memories we piece together, isn't it? Ah, Jambers. All right. I was like, Brian, we can do this for the show. And you're like, yeah, we can. And then we never touched it again. I promise. You know what? We'll do it when we do our pogs, all right? All right, that works. We'll make a whole day out of it. All right. So we got some uh, new beers, new drinks with us. So, Pam, you're up first. What a... What did you think of the cider? You said it. You already said at the top that was your favorite one, right? Yep, yep. Still my favorite. And now I'm on to some red wine. Uh, it's a Portuguese red, and that's really all I know about it. Ooh. Can't tell what varietal <laughs> it is from the bottle, so. <laughs> Portuguese red. So. Has that just been sitting around? Were you just like out at like a craft place or like a farmer's market? Went. I'll get this. Uh, my mom brought it to me. I was visiting my mom last weekend, and I said, I don't have any red wine. She said, oh, here, have these bottles of red wine. So Nice. <laughs> yeah. Is red your kind of go-to? 
I prefer red, but I tend to drink white more just because, I mean, I'm just sitting here by myself. So red isn't, doesn't like stay very well past a day or two. Yeah. Whereas if I open a bottle of white, I can, It'll last. I can make that. Yeah. No, because I was going to ask, I've had lots, a ton of different reds and I'm familiar with like a lot of Spanish ones. I was curious if Portugal Portuguese ones are kind of like Spanish in a way, like a little bit lighter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're similar, I think. Okay, nice. I'll have to keep an eye out. I want to try one of those. Now, do you go for the drier reds or the uh, sweeter reds? Always dry. Mm. Okay. What's the What's the one red you don't ever want to go near? Um. Like Merlots. I don't know if there's anything I like specifically <laughs> dislike. Uh, I prefer like big reds. Like my favorite are Italians, like Barolo and mm-hmm. things like that. So going with the expensive stuff. I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> Jim, speaking of expensive, how are those yinglings treating you? Wonderful. <laughs> I'm on. Now I'm on number five right now, so they're doing good. I was like, oh, it's good I have some light beer tonight. I kind of ate like shit today so I could, you know, save a few calories. And then, you know, you drink a six-pack and then that goes up. (laughs) Well, my uh, Pikeland pills, since I went through technically two of them, even though one of them's still half frozen, as I said, very good. But then I'm moving on to my Hell's Golden Lager, which is just a little bit of a stronger version of a lager. Still 4.9%, but... When I say stronger, it's got a little bit more of a mouthfeel, a little bit more malt to it. So more flavorful than you would get with the pills. Um, But it's all very easy to drink. So if you're not a huge beer fan, that would be a type for you. Now, Pam, since we last talked, you said you're going to be trying some more sours in the meantime. Did you actually stick to that or were you just like, back to wine? (laughs) I did. I tried a bunch of sours. Now, if you ask me to remember the sours (laughs) I tried, that will be difficult. (laughs) But... Um, my favorite is still the one I had on, on the show. It was the plum and boysenberry mm-hmm. sour mm-hmm. from Muskoka Brewery. Um, but I tried some other good things. Um, I, I really like the sort of flavored like berry or like a mango mm-hmm. or something. The ones that are just just really tart don't ap- um, appeal to me as much. But yeah, they're not they're not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, for okay, so then for you for alcohol tears is it wine ciders and sours or is there other liquors in between uh i like a good cocktail i don't generally like to make them myself but but we have a shared friend who does really good videos for that exactly yeah (laughs) i actually bought a bottle of gin the first bottle of liquor I've bought in a long time, and I'm making my favorite drink, the, a basil smash, Ooh, which is yep. gin. You muddle the basil with some lemon juice and simple syrup, and then you top it with gin. I put soda water in, too, because I just find it a little strong with just gin. Just gin, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what kind of gin? Because I actually, last weekend, first time in a long time, just bought a bottle of gin. So what kind did you get? I got Dylan's. It's an unfiltered gin. Now, is it like cloudy then? It's a a little bit cloudy. Like it's not as 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 clear as most, but it's not like you can still see see right through it. So, so I am not a gin expert. Um, I don't know if either of you ever watch uh, uh, Peaky Blinders. 
but I, I, I am, I am one of those people that the psychosomatic responses of when you watch somebody drinking alcohol on TV, you want to drink. When you watch someone mm-hmm. eating, you want to eat. So in that show, they started drinking gin. So I tried like aviation and a few others, but uh, I bought Bombay Sapphire, and mm-hmm. this is how stupid I am. I actually, because of the bottle, was like, I thought that shit was blue. Like, not realizing it was just, And I poured it. I was like, oh, I'm really dumb. So, yeah, I got that. My go-to with gin right now is that with some Sprite and just l- with some lime. Like, very, very simple. But, uh, yeah, I, I tend to put a little too much gin. But gin's beautiful because I don't think I've ever had a hangover from gin. Like, it, it goes down way too smooth. And our buddy introduced that to me and Jim as a wedding drink. Like, it's perfect when you go to weddings. You mm-hmm. drink that. Not a bad headache the next day. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice change from the old... Uh, I used to do Manhattans all the time at weddings. And, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Manhattan's just a fancy way of being like, I just don't want a straight whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just want a shitload of whiskey with a little splash and mixer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. It's all right, bro. I feel like I did a lot of math after watching Breaking Bad. So I also, too, couldn't find the blue stuff either. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. That's not what I meant. <laughs> All right, so as one of our recurring bits, I threw this on here, and I, I'm pretty sure I double-checked Jim. I didn't. I don't think I've ever covered it. Um, I don't think so. For the most part, you can say it's still within the Mario universe, but what do you guys think is better, the kart racers or the party games? So if I can throw my easy two cents out there, kart racers are, are fun, but in general, I feel like they ultimately get too competitive because somebody, <clears throat> Jim, plays it way too much. <laughs> what? And it almost gets not fun. And, like, you almost always know who's going to end up winning. Whereas party games, there's a lot more spontaneity. It's more fun. Everyone can play. And so they tend to be a little more enjoyable because you don't have to be a perfect gamer to really get into those. So I like that more people can get into it. So I go party games. I agree with the party games. I like that the matches or games are very quick and you go through a lot of different things at once. Whereas I find the kart racers, um, they do, you know, maybe last a little long, especially when there's a big skill difference and then the people behind just have to be behind for a long time. (laughs) You're like, oh boy, this is this rainbow road is really fun to keep falling off of. Yeah. Now, Jim, as the resident expert on kart racers. Look, I love me some goddamn kart racers. But if I just had to say in general what's like you have a bunch of people over and you sit down to have a fun time with, I gotta, I'm actually shocked we're all going kart or party games, but I'm going party games too because like you can play Mario Party with basically, and everyone's going to bitch about me saying Mario, but you can play <laughs> Mario Party with friggin' basically anyone because... Like, they can just throw some bullshit at the end with the stars, and someone who's in last place could suddenly be first place. So, like, it, it leads to a great amount of shit talking because you're basically all on the same level. You don't have to be super skilled to play them. For the most part, you just use a joystick. So, yeah, I mean, if you're just talking for, like, a good, fun party experience where you sit people down or now do it online, uh, yeah, I don't think you can really beat it. I'm, like, I don't, as Brian can tell you, I don't buy a lot of new games right away, but... Like, I know if I buy the new Mario Party when that comes out, like, that'll get a shitload of use in my house, so. 
Well, it's interesting you just said you thought kart racers can be bullshit because someone in last can come in first. See, I almost... No, I, I, said, I said that with party games. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said with kart racer. No, I mean, you can do that with a fucking blue shell, but... <laughs> that just fucks up the guy in the first place. But... Oh, it hits people on the way, too. Oh, yeah. It hits people on the way. <laughs> now, kind of pivoting with that, Pam, which are you... I mean, party games, it is tough to ever say you're better at. But which one do you think you are better at? Like, playing against other people. I'm also, I think I'm better at party games. I, I was really into the GameCube okay. Mario parties. I get shit for saying Mario, too. Um, <laughs> See, I <laughs> but, thought that was just my shitty Philly accent. I didn't know it infected Canada, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it does. It's Mario. Uh, so, I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I've never... People get upset, yeah. but... <laughs> Yeah, I, I got really competitive at, at the GameCube party games, and yeah, I think I'm definitely better at those. Although I haven't played any recently because of the controller choices Nintendo has made. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was gonna say, do you uh, do you have a Switch? I do. What do you think of playing games on it? I want to hear your thoughts. Oh, I know her Joy-Con opinions. Yeah, I don't use the Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons live in my ring fit until the batteries die and I have to recharge them and put them back on the system. But yeah, I play in handheld maybe once every three months. And I got like huge ass pro split pro, pro controller things to play them with. But I use a regular pro controller if I'm for 99% of my Switch playing. I'm going to say a big cheers to that, because those Joy-Cons <laughs> are bullshit. They are bullshit. <laughs> I hate, they're, they're so small, and a couple people have been like, I have tiny hands. I'm like, well, I don't have huge hands, but they feel bad. The buttons feel bad, mm-hmm. and the, the sticks feel bad. I don't like anything. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Jim, suck it. Alright, look. I've never had a problem for the like. Obviously, I do it out of convenience with handheld. That's why I play it that way for the most part. But I was playing the Castlevania collection the other day for a little gameplay footage, mm-hmm. and I was playing Castlevania Four, and I was like, "What the fuck? I can't even jump!" Like, I thought my like either Joy-Con was like broken or something <laughs> like that. Like, there's a definite lag with trying to hit those like shitty buttons on there to try and even do a simple thing like jump across the thing in the first scene. So, I was like, "Hmm, this is something I haven't really experienced before," and I've been a Joy-Con defender a little bit. Like, I know they, they're they kind of crap, but, like, they've never been crap enough that I couldn't play a game in handheld mode, but, yeah, it's not optimal. I'd say it's not optimal. Listen, they peaked with their Super NES controller. The GameCube controller was really well done. Everything else is dog shit. <laughs> Jim, don't try and defend your N64. Don't you don't goddamn you dare. No, I'm don't. not getting this conversation. <laughs> you goddamn babies. I don't know how to hold it. Just hold it normal. Ignore the metal dick part. God. <laughs> See, See that's, that's how I did it. When I first, I was playing uh, Goldeneye, I went to, at my boyfriend's house, and we were playing, and I'm holding it like a normal controller, yes. because that's how you hold controllers, and they're, and I'm, like, reaching to, like, hit the trigger <laughs> and hit the thing, and they're like, oh, you can just hold it in the middle, and I just felt so stupid, and I was like, I hate you, controller, for making <laughs> me feel stupid. Yeah. And I've held a grudge ever since. As, as well, you should. It's the still the worst controller out there. The people Incorrect, have spoken, Jim. The people have spoken. They voted on it. They said it. 
Oh, they're from <laughs> C buttons, Jim. They're terrible. <laughs> Alright, so then we are all in agreement. Party games are the best. So this next one, it's a little bit of a gray area. But but hear me out what I'm trying to say. For overrated, underrated, um, being good at games. I don't remember his name, but I saw there was a lot of things on Instagram, maybe Twitter. Some Twitch streamer basically threw out a comment saying, you're either good at video games or you enjoy video games. Because whoever it was was like an esports person. So huh. like he competes and saying like you're either going to be good and you compete for a living and you don't... He's admitting, like, you don't enjoy the games when you're good because you're always competing and you can't actually enjoy the game or you're going to enjoy the games. So it kind of got me in my headspace of saying the same way, Pam, I'm sure you see a hell of a lot more comments than us, but you get people, oh, get better at a game if you think it's too hard or, or bullshit like this. I get it on Twitch for some game. Like, you're going to see it no matter what. Um, is it overrated or underrated to be really good at games? So, that's kind of where I'm trying to lead the question, in, in that sense. Like, I don't know. And then back in the day, on the arcade, that annoying-ass kid who's probably spent way too much time at Street Fighter and would beat everyone, and you'd try to go up and play, and you get your ass whooped, and you're like, son of a bitch. That still kind of goes on today with people when you want to play a casual game online with other people and somebody's way too many hours in and you're just like, I'm just here to have fun. So, what do you two think? Bam, you first. It's a hard one because I feel like every situation is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So, I... I mean, if we're talking about competitive games, if I'm bad, I'm generally not enjoying myself. So I'm, I am neither someone who is good at video games or someone who enjoys video <laughs> games. Uh, but I think, I mean, I want to be good enough that I can finish them. But I've, I've never felt the compulsion to, you know, really like compete or be the best at something or be the first on the leaderboard. Or So that's just not where my head is like yeah head is at um when i'm playing games so when you go through you said you prefer single player campaigns so if you play through a game and you beat it on normal mm -hmm. is there any party that's compelled like okay now let me go to the hardest difficulty and i want to make sure i i can beat it like that like does that add any enjoyment or does that like do you have a drive to not really uh uh, there's only a very few games. Cuphead, after I beat it on normal, <laughs> I thought, oh, I want to try it on harder now. And I, I mean, I didn't, it, it didn't hold my attention that long mm -hmm. because I just had just beaten it. But not really. I, I'm fine with beating it on, on normal and then going over it. I just, yeah, just the very occasional game like XCOM. I'll try oh, that on harder shit. difficulties. But for the most part, I'm good to beat it on normal or even if normal is frustrating to me i don't mind putting it down a difficulty mode so well that that was the caveat with this question was like the amount of times jim how many times have we covered now the whole argument of like playing a game on easy or whatever mode versus the hardest mode. like too many that stupid ass <laughs> argument which is so annoying but like yeah that ties it like back in the day there was like I don't know if bragging rights is the right way, but like 
Oh, I beat Contra without the Contra code. Like, okay, congrats. What, like, what does it mean? Like, did you have more fun doing it that way? Mm-hmm. I never understood it. I always felt, as a lifelong gamer, even in multiplayer games, like, I don't take it too serious. Like, at the end of the day, it is a game. <laughs> uh, my anger is a different thing, Jim. I am, right. I, I by nature, if you play me a Monopoly and I lose, I am an, a naturally, like, I am a competitive person, but I don't ever need to be the world's best Monopoly player. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't get more enjoyment by only being the best. Like, if I get competitive, I want to win, but that doesn't mean I'm enjoying it. And I think in video games, as someone who may have torn an Xbox controller in half, that, <laughs> you know, yes, I do think being really really good can be overrated because also playing with goddamn people like jim when you do play multiplayer games and you have what? to keep being the best player on the team to hold up for others that gets really frustrating and you almost you don't enjoy the game anymore you're like i really have to try i can't just sit down and enjoy it look right some people get b some people don't all right some people get on watch, b some people watch their teammates die and then like oh what happened her <laughs> uh, see when i play multiplayer games and the zombie games i've been playing uh i i've been getting the most kills but i also often will trigger a trap and get my teammates electrocuted or eat my oh, shirt that one. Fan. so <laughs> you piece yeah. of garbage. So, so pam pam runs forward in world war z she's like i got this and spraying uh -huh. every oh shit guys i'm sorry <laughs> oh pam's gonna be that one in back for blood she's gonna run through all the fucking bird nests I just <laughs> jim what about you so since i feel like you uh are i don't even know where you would land in this one see i'm a little too sick of these goddamn tiktok people getting easy clap by saying oh, every game should have an easy mode so fuck that you people need to learn a little goddamn adversity in your life you need to set a goal for yourself you need to get good so, obviously, being good at the game is way more important. Did you just say you need to learn adversity? Are you saying... You need to overcome adversity, Brian. There's too many snowflakes in the world now. So you have to... A video game. video games. A video right. game is a place That's where you need adversity. That's how you build character. That's how you build a personality. <laughs> you see what I deal with, Pam? I see, I see. No, obviously, it doesn't fucking matter at all. But No, but Jim... Uh, but, uh, but there's also the other side of the thing where... Arguing too hard for the other side also doesn't matter. Like, just fucking play something else. So, yeah, I, yeah, that's the thing. Everyone just needs to do their own thing. Like, speedrunners, impressive. Am I interested in doing that? No. And my a willingness to get good at a game is totally dependent on how much I enjoy the game. Like, there's games I pick up, and I was like, oh, this is too hard, and I just like quit immediately. And then there's games I really like, and I was like, oh, I really want to get good at this i really want to do the extra content and the hard bosses and things like that but it, it's totally dependent on how much i'm enjoying the game i don't feel a need to do well at, at, at everything so wait pam are you trying to say that someone's personal accomplishment of being like i beat silver surfer without getting hit once that's not a major like oh man he's awesome <laughs> 
I mean, if that's what's important to you, it's awesome. It's a good accomplishment. If that's the one. No, <laughs> no, that's... bring back shame. You should not be proud of that goddamn it. We are bringing back shame. Fucking do something else. I don't know. I See, part of this was also, do like not, I said, it do, covers. Do not beat Mega Man with your ear. I don't need to hear this shit anymore. <laughs> But, but that covers so many things we've covered, Jim. I mean, we've talked speedrunners on this game. And I said, there's no way those guys... It, like, when, when you're doing the speedrunning, you're not enjoying the game. You're strict... You're, all you're doing is memorizing a pattern and just try... Like, to me, like, the part of enjoying a game is, is taking in all the aspects of it. And if you're mm -hmm. only doing it competitively, like, games are supposed to be a form of escape or whatever. But if that's your only form of I'm competing with others and this is where I show I'm the best at something, I almost feel bad. Oh, no, dude. What do you call it? Speedrunning, I'm convinced at this point, is the video game equivalent of heroin. Because <laughs> you do the same thing over and over again. You're chasing that dragon to get that high score. And then the second you get it, your next thought is, I can do a millisecond better. Mm -hmm. And then you just do it again and again and again, getting pixel perfect. So that is... <sighs> Like, I respect the commitment to it, but my God, I'm glad that is not me. And often you have to play the game in a weird way. Like, mm. I was watching someone do a Ico, and you need to just yell the whole time. Just yell, because apparently it makes you go faster. I was like, this is really annoying. Listen to this guy just <laughs> shouting the whole time. Or, you know, if you're playing Symphony of the Night and you just have to dash backward through the whole oh. game. Like, yep. you're making Alucard look like an idiot. Please stop. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I've said many times that's one of my complaints of I can't appreciate any multiplayer game because you can't take the time to appreciate like who cares what the graphics look like when you can't even take a second to look at it and you know you're not listening to the sound of music or whatever because you're listening for everything else so yeah I don't know like to me it was always overrated to be like super worry about being super good at a game like whether if you beat a game you beat a game but being the best or really good at it, even in competitive stance, it never made sense to me. Because it eliminates, like, you're trying to make games now this thing where it defeats a purpose of, like, enjoy just pure enjoyment. And now it's a stressful habit. Make your own purpose, you filthy casual! <laughs> <laughs> Jim, when are you going to speedrun uh, Hotel Mario? Fuck you. <laughs> Jim, you, all you do is say, ooh, Hotel Mario, such a good game. I want to see you speedrun that shit. <laughs> I never said it's a good game. I said it's a good concept, and I think it's better than people give it credit for, but it is still not a great game. Speed I'm not spending... Right, I had to spend three fucking hours to pixel-perfect memorize the goddamn pattern for Bowser to finish that goddamn game. Jim, I'm never doing that again. Jim, what would uh, Billy Mitchell or Steve Weeby do? All right. Billy Mitchell's a goddamn fraud. Now, Steve Levy's <laughs> an American hero, so... I wish I could live up to that beautiful man. <laughs> Pam, is this lost on you, King of Kong? Yep. No, uh, great, great... I, I saw the face. I was like, great documentary, King of Kong. The Look only documentary where it made me really care about game competitors for going for the top scoring in uh, King Kong... Or Donkey Kong. <laughs> no, but... All right, so Jim loses again. Me and Pam are right. <clears throat> God damn it, I wasn't serious. <laughs> so with that, first, Pam, how did how is that wine treating you after a cider? Because I feel like that's an interesting combo right there. Fine. I drink wine so much faster than cider. <laughs> oh, wow, that disappeared. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> Bye. <laughs> She's like, I still got half a bottle and I'm good to go with that. <laughs> so uh, before we sign off, first of all, Pam, thank you so much for joining us again. And uh, last time we have all Pam's links below, but please make sure check her out on Twitter or Twitch and she YouTube. She said not Twitter. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we will have Twitch and YouTube below. And with that, Chambers, there's nothing you, more you need to say about Yingling. So, because that's me. <laughs> with that, if you're still watching, we truly appreciate it. Please make sure you hit subscribe and the notification bell. If you want to support us more, hit up our Patreon links below. But with that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers, guys.